Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Being and Making Disciples, a Catholic podcast all about fruitful ministry and helping you to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Today, we're going to talk about St. Joseph and what he has to do with evangelization. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, but St. Joseph, he never speaks a word in the Gospels. What does he have to do about sharing the good news? Well, a lot, actually. And thankfully, due to Father Calloway's recent book, we know so much more about St. Joseph and the role that he can play in us sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. So I just wanted to share with you five important things for every Catholic to know about St. Joseph and the role he can play in supporting you in your ministry to others trying to share the good news of Jesus. So first, St. Joseph, one of his many titles is Guardian of the Redeemer. Yes, St. Joseph was chosen by God to protect Jesus and his mission. So just as St. Joseph protected Christ coming into the world and being safeguarded, through his intercession, he will proclaim the proclamation of Christ, Christ being brought into this world today in the various means we try to bring Christ into this world, whether that be through formal programs we try to put on or through one-on-one conversations or through things we do on the internet. We are trying to bring Christ into the world, are we not? And St. Joseph will protect those efforts, just like he safeguarded Christ to fulfill his mission on earth. So entrust your efforts to him. He is known as a very, very powerful intercessor. To name one of many, many quotes about this, here's one by blessed Pope Pius IX. He said, go to Joseph, have recourse with special confidence to St. Joseph. For his protection is most powerful, as he is the patron of the universal church. So St. Joseph is patron of the church. And what's the mission of the church, as Dan and I have talked about in this podcast? To evangelize. And St. Joseph is the patron saint of the church itself. So if St. Joseph is not on your list of intercessors, add him today. Number two, St. Joseph gives us a model to follow by simply doing God's will. As we know, ministry calls us to do a lot of work behind the scenes that goes unnoticed. Sometimes it's very tempting, maybe because of our egos or pride to make it about us, how cool we look, how cool we sound, our newest idea. But um, we need to resist this temptation. And St. Joseph is extremely humble, um, probably second only to the Blessed Virgin Mary in humility of the saints. He gives us a model to follow because, as we know, in the Gospels, he simply does God's will. He took the background so that Jesus and Mary could take the foreground and fulfill their missions. Is that not our role as well, to really be at the service of Jesus and Mary? So like St. Joseph, we need to follow in his example, be humble um, followers of Christ, and not make it about us but make it about them. Make it about Jesus and his mother, like St. Joseph did. Number three, St. Joseph is the terror of demons. I've got a prayer card in my hand with this beautiful image from consecration to St. Joseph. I love it. You see St. Joseph stepping on a demon here. Um, So um, we know that when we're trying to talk about Jesus, we will encounter resistance. The enemy will come after us. The enemy does not want Jesus coming into this world. He does not want souls to be saved. 
So as the enemy aims to thwart your efforts, St. Joseph will protect you as he protected Christ from the enemy's plans. When Herod sent out the decree um, that would have taken Jesus's life, what did St. Joseph do? He quietly and swiftly helped the Holy Family escape to Egypt, a foreign land where St. Joseph had no context for work, maybe. Whole new, whole new land to understand and discover. But he trusted in God's providence and he protected Christ during that time until it was safe for them to return. Um, so just like um, he protected Jesus from the plans of the enemy, St. Joseph will protect your efforts from the plans of the enemy. So again, count on his intercession and draw near to him, terror of demons, one of my favorite titles of St. Joseph. Number four, Jesus himself entrusted all that he was to St. Joseph and his mother as well. If we want to be disciples of Christ, should we not do the same? By entrusting ourselves to Jesus, we are simply doing, I'm sorry, by entrusting ourselves to St. Joseph, we're simply doing what Jesus himself did. Jesus is God. Jesus could have chosen any man for his mother to have as her spouse on earth, any man to take care of him um, as uh, a young man growing up um, that needed that paternal care here on earth in the flesh. He chose St. Joseph. And as a newborn infant, and we even see in this image, here he is as um, a very young child in the arms of St. Joseph. So Jesus did it. We want to be like Jesus. We need to do the same and trust ourselves to St. Joseph. So how do we do that? Let's end with number five. In addition to prayer, asking for St. Joseph's intercession, perhaps keeping reminders of St. Joseph close to us, whether it be images of him or perhaps uh, wearing something with St. Joseph's image or keeping a prayer card nearby, we can also consecrate ourselves to St. Joseph. It's easier now than it ever was in the history of the church due to Father Don Calloway's book, which is translated into multiple languages around the world at this point. Consecration to St. Joseph, a 33-day uh, guide for preparation to consecration to St. Joseph, modeled after St. Louis de Montfort's um, model of 33 days. Father Don Calloway simply did what St. Louis de Montfort did for the church hundreds of years ago. See, at the time St. Louis de Montfort wrote his book, Devotion to Mary was widespread, but had not been um, documented so well um, as St. Louis de Montfort did. He put it all together, so we still have it to this day, that's inspired other works, such as Father Michael Gately's book. But St. Louis de Montfort was the original of bringing this together for the church. Father Don Calloway has done the same thing. And we see the fruits now in the year of St. Joseph in the church of it being translated all around the globe. Um, it's easier now than ever to consecrate yourself and all that you do to St. Joseph. And this doesn't conflict with consecration of Mary. Jesus entrusted himself to both Mary and Joseph, so we can do the same. We need Mary's maternal love, but we need St. Joseph's paternal love. We need St. Joseph. Uh, God wants to give us St. Joseph as our guide and protector. So there are um, certain days where this makes a lot of sense, and there's still some opportunities left this year uh, 
We'll put the link in the show notes to Father Callaway's website, but here's a few that you might consider if you haven't yet completed the consecration of St. Joseph. If you want to get it done before the end of the year of St. Joseph in the church, there is just one more opportunity for that. It would be for the Feast of All Saints on November 1st. You can start September 30th and end on the Feast of All Saints. The next opportunity is for the Feast of Our Lady of Loretto, which is uh, an apparition where St. Joseph um, also was seen in the vision. So that is on December 10th, so you could start November 8th and finish then. But lastly, and the feast day that may be the most fitting would be for the Feast of the Holy Family, which is on December 26th this year. If you start November 24th, that's the day right before Thanksgiving. You know you're probably going to be free. You'll have a little free time. Why not start that day over the Thanksgiving break? And each day, go with Father Calloway's book uh, towards consecration to uh, St. Joseph and finish on the Feast of the Holy Family. So you are consecrating yourself to St. Joseph on the day we celebrate the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. How perfect is that? Um, and even if you can't afford the book, Father Calloway has put, posted YouTube videos for each day. And those can be your guide. But I encourage you to get the book. It's not expensive. We'll put the link to that as well. So, folks, I hope this has helped you understand a little bit more um, how St. Joseph can play a vital role in our efforts to evangelize. We need him. We need his example. And we need his intercession. So, hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Um, if you did, please uh, share this with others. Please subscribe to Being and Making Disciples as we aim to support you and build a community of Catholics trying to share the good news. We're a podcast about practicalities, the tangibles. How do we take the great knowledge and content and truths of our faith? How do we share it? What do we do? What are the practical things? That's what this podcast is about. So thanks for listening and God bless. And St. Joseph, pray for us. And I'd like to close with the prayer to St. Joseph, Terror of Demons, that is on the back of this prayer card. St. Joseph, terror of demons, cast your solemn gaze upon the devil and all his minions and protect us with your mighty staff. You fled through the night to avoid the devil's wicked designs. Now with the power of God, smite the demons as they flee from you. Grant special protection, we pray, for children, fathers, families, and the dying. By God's grace, no demon dares approach while you are near. So we beg of you, Always be near to us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.